Welcome to Pushback. I'm Aaron Maté. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says it's abundantly clear that Iran was behind the recent attack on Saudi Arabian oil facilities. Pompeo spoke after a two-day visit with the leaders of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. I, I think it's uh, abundantly clear and there is an enormous consensus in the region that we know precisely who conducted these attacks was Iran. Uh, I didn't hear I didn't hear anybody in the region who doubted that for a single moment. The U.S. has blamed Iran for the bombing in Saudi Arabia, despite not presenting any evidence and the fact that the Houthis of Yemen have claimed responsibility. The Saudi government says the attack did not come from Yemen and has also blamed Iran, though it has also admitted it does not know where the weapons were launched from. Speaking to CNN, Iranian Foreign Minister Javad Zarif said that Iran is prepared to respond if the U.S. and Saudi Arabia attack. What would be the consequence of an American or a Saudi military strike on Iran now? An all-out war. You make a very serious statement there, sir. Well, I make a very serious statement about defending our country. I'm making a very serious statement that we don't want war. We don't want to engage in a military confrontation. We believe that a military confrontation based on deception is awful. We'll have a lot of casualties, but we won't blink to defend our territory. Trita Parsi is the executive vice president of the Quincy Institute, author of the book Losing an Enemy, Obama, Iran, and the Triumph of Diplomacy. Welcome, Trita Parsi, to Pushback. First, what do you make of the claim so far by the U.S. and Saudi Arabia against Iran, blaming it without evidence for this attack on Saudi Arabia? Well, there's no intelligence that has been supported, presented thus far that it has been convincing. That does not mean that is, Iran is not a very plausible culprit in all of this. I think it is. The question, though, is not whether Iranian drones were used. Uh, the question is whether the drone attack uh, originated from Iranian territory. The reason why this is important is because 99% of the bombs that are falling on Yemen are made in the United States. The United States actively involved in that war. Um, and if that's the standard we're going to be using, well, then the United States is responsible for um, uh, the genocide uh, resembling a situation in Yemen right now. If the attack, however, originated from Iran, then that is a different story, then that is a direct engagement by the Iranians in that conflict uh, and a direct attack on Saudi Arabia. And the route the Saudis and the U.S. to take under those circumstances is to actually present uh, real credible evidence and take the matter to the UN Security Council uh, and the action there. What is Iran's strategy right now in the face of the economic war that the Trump administration is waging? Trump has openly said that the goal is to pretty much collapse Iran's economy, bring its oil exports to zero. Do you think that it would make sense for Iran to pull off something like this, uh, an, an attack on Saudi Arabia? Or do you believe the Houthis when they say that it was them who actually carried out this attack? Well, according to Bruce Rydell, who's formerly with the CIA, the Houthis have carried out attacks of this nature, at least when it comes to this length in the past with drones. So he's not ruling out that this could have been the Houthis. Um, so it, it very well could have been. I mean, one of the things we have seen in the last couple of months is that there's been a consistent surprise of the capabilities that some entities have. Uh, there's been a, a chronic underestimation on the Western side what they're capable of. So just because this is not entirely 
in line with what the Houthis have done before does not necessarily mean that it could not have been them. Um, but in regards to Iran's larger strategy, I mean, the United States has been pursuing a strategy of economic warfare with Iran. These are Trump's own words um, for the latter, uh, most of the uh, past year and a half now. And that has had a devastating effect on the Iranian economy. And I think up until May of this year, the Iranian strategy was to essentially hope that the Europeans would come in and replace the U.S. and provide Iran with economic benefits that they were promised under the nuclear deal. When the Europeans failed to do so, I think we saw a shift in the Iranian strategy in which their aim appears to be to make sure that the pain of this policy of economic warfare of Trump is felt not just by Iran, but by others as well. And I think some of the things that have happened in the Persian Gulf, etc., could be attributed to Iran as part of their strategy of making sure that if there's going to be this economic warfare against them, no one should think that you can conduct economic warfare without risking broader warfare. And the position of Rouhani of essentially no negotiations with the U.S. until the sanctions are lifted, do you think that Iran will stick to that? And can the government stick to that in the face of all the pain that they're suffering as a result of the sanctions? Well, it's not the pain that will cause them to change their policy, to be frank with you. We've seen that pattern in the past. What causes a change in their position is when they see, A, they have some leverage, and B, that there is credibility on the other side so that engagement actually can lead to uh, a better situation. Um, so, for instance, in the nuclear talks, what really opened up the situation was that uh, the U.S. offered concessions in the secret negotiations. Uh, and once the U.S. hinted that it would be willing to accept enrichment on Iranian soil, accepting one of Iran's red lines, that's when the Iranians started showing flexibility. Uh, that's going to be the same thing here. And I think uh, Rouhani cannot afford to go to New York, shake Trump's hand, and then see nothing change. Because being, him being seen with Trump would be politically extremely costly in Iran's political context. So at a minimum, he needs to show that he got something for it. He's not just going to give Trump a photo op in the hope that in the future, Trump changes his policies. The way the nuclear deal is discussed now in the uh, U.S. media especially, it's sort of seen as being uh, one of parity between two sides. The U.S. has violated it, and now Iran is violating it as well with steps towards enriching uh, more uranium uh, than it's allowed. Do you think that's a fair way to characterize what's going on? It's completely inaccurate. At the end of the day, the U.S. has been in violation and in, in complete breach of the agreement for a year and a half now. Uh, that's very different from the Iranians using a clause inside of the agreement that allows them to reduce their adherence to certain aspects of the deal until these other parties stop breaching the deal. So that's a very, very different scenario. I think the Iranians have been very careful to do everything by uh, of the book and, and the, agreement, the clauses of the agreement. Having said that, it's not a good scenario. It would be much better if the Iranians completely adhere to the agreement, but it's completely unrealistic to expect that the U.S. can violate the deal, punish countries that are adhering to the deal, punish countries that are adhering to the U.S. Security Council resolution, and expect zero reaction from the Iranians. Final question, is there an off-ramp here? There was some hope that the departure of John Bolton would lead to a reduction in uh, U.S. warmongering, uh, but still you have, obviously, people like Lindsey Graham clamoring for military strikes uh, against Iran. Do you think that 
this conflict right now inevitably leads to a military conflict, or do you think, is there still a way out of this? I think there still is a way out of it, and I think it's important to note that while Putin was the most explicit hawk uh, in that administration, Pompeo seems to be quite as hawkish as well, and he's just a little bit better at hiding it, and he's a little bit better of making sure that his hawkishness does not come uh, at the cost of his relationship with Trump. Uh, but I think there are off-ramps, and next week at the UN there could potentially be something positive that could happen. But the solution to this is actually not that terribly difficult. I thought it was very interesting that the German Chancellor came out and said, and urge all countries to go back into the nuclear deal. That's exactly what is needed, frankly, because what caused this conflict is that the United States chose to breach the agreement and reignite this conflict that had been resolved. Trump unresolved a resolved conflict. All we need to, frankly, is to adhere to the nuclear deal, go back to that, that would significantly reduce the tensions, and then we can restart negotiations and be able to address whatever other concerns and issues that the nuclear deal did not address. But to think that we can address those issues by first breaching an agreement that has been reached is, is, is really to show that you are not interested in an agreement. It's really to show your intentions are actually to drive this towards a military confrontation. How does Trump rejoin the deal without totally embarrassing himself, which seems like a very major uh, concern guiding his policy moves? Trump embarrasses himself on a daily basis. I don't think that should be much of a, a concern, frankly. Uh, beyond that, if he does it and he actually does get the photo op that he's looking for, and if he manages then to negotiate an additional element to the deal that goes beyond what Obama did, then he can declare victory. If he's looking for a victory, there's a path of victory there for him. The only reason he is in this mess right now is because he decided to create a mess out of this situation. Trita Parsi, executive vice president of the Quincy Institute, author of the book, Losing an Enemy, Obama, Iran, and the Triumph of Diplomacy. Thanks very much. Thank you.